Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. And more than ever, I guess, it's a very fitting intro, especially on the universe end, because this week I will be jumping into the universe of Star Wars, if you would, or Galaxy of Star Wars, I don't know how it's categorized, world... Um, because as of recording this, this is Monday, the March 11th, and all the news came down the pipe over the past three or four days about the opening of Galaxy's Edge on both coasts and what's going to be available, not available, and this, that, and the other thing. So, being the uh, stellar reporters that we are on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) More so than that, uh, fans and geeks of all this stuff, we figured we would uh, just uh, chat about all that and see how we feel about all the information, which I think we've agreed that we're kind of all still processing. Um, (laughs) We're trying to find. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So we've got... uh, Tonight it's just three of us, it's myself and uh, Adrian and Jessica. So, um, oh, Melanie just joined. And so, Hi. And so Skype Hi, Melanie. Me. So now it's <laughs> Melanie too. Yay. Yay. So yeah, so, uh, so Star Wars. It's coming. We have a date. <laughs> uh, we're getting... It's coming. That's so <laughs> ominous. I know. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I know. We're getting, I don't know, can't really say half of it, three quarters of it. I don't know. We're getting the whole well, land. One attraction, right? One attraction, right. But that can't, that doesn't consist of half of the, maybe to some people it does because they're only go for attractions and not anything else. But yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about that tiered phase one, phase two opening thing? They're doing that with the Marvel land that's coming to Disneyland too and I mean, it's not new. Like I know they've done that before, but do you like that approach, or would you guys rather just wait and have it all done at once? It doesn't bother me because it seems like it's been that way for everything. Because the new Fantasyland was that way too. It op- the land was open. There was 
you know, the mine train was the only thing that was open probably a year later. It was quite a bit. It was quite a bit longer. Uh, it, it doesn't bother me because I, I don't. I'm not one of those people that needs to do everything the first day that it opens or be there for opening day or opening month or year in this case. Uh, <laughs> the stuff isn't going anywhere, so I, I it just I don't I don't know. It's just. It's going to be such a circus that I just... I think they hope it will temper crowds, meaning some people who are get, are going to hold off until completion. But in reality, we all know it's not going to temper anything. No. Right? Because everybody's going to be there when the first phase opens. Everybody's going to be there again when the second phase opens. Exactly. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's going to... I think it maybe did temper people for New Fantasyland way back when crowd levels were maintained differently but now right. with the new fast pass system and new pricing structures it's crowded all the time it's so all i don't think right. this is going to temper crowds the way it did for new fantasy land but it but, doesn't bother me because like i said i just wanted that dead end at toy story land to open that's <laughs> yeah. all I melanie yeah, has her agenda my opening day that is my opening day is that crowd I heard the uh, complete loop won't be open until the second attraction opens, so you're out of luck. <laughs> yes, but the dead end will not be in Toy Story Land. The dead end will be somewhere else. <laughs> no, it's still going to be in Toy Story Land. That's what I heard. No, oh, dear. Is it? Jesus. No, I'm just... Oh. <laughs> don't, don't rile her up. <laughs> no, I'm riling you up. Oh, me? Eh. I'm confused. I like Star Wars, but I'm not like... No, I'm just trying to get you all fired up about your damn dead end. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> Story of my yeah. life. But to go back to the Jessica, it doesn't bother me either. I'm, I'm, I. The people I feel sorry for are ones people who were trying to fit in a last minute summer vacation before the insanity started. And raising hand here, raising hand high. <laughs> right, and. The, the people who maybe planned their vacation hoping that they would be there for the entirety of it, and now they're only going to get part of it. Part of it, right, right. So, because I yeah. think you can't compare Galaxy's Edge to any other land or attraction that's been open so far, because this is literally, what, 40 years of fanboys that are going to be coming to Disney World literally just for this stuff. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, that I mean, and they're, I think it's they're really talking up the immersion, and it's kind of like a new experience. And yeah, uh, no so doubt. even if you're not a big Star Wars fan, I think for a lot of just theme park fans, that's exciting in and of itself too. That it's a new. Oh yeah, the how cute. they were talking about one of the one of the blogs was saying what the shops are now going to be more like attractions because they'll have animatronics and interactive activities and that kind of stuff. So it's like a new, kind of more like a. Uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, I guess, in that way, because I'm thinking of like Ollivanders. Okay. Yeah. So I'm also wondering if it's going to be like Pandora, because if you go through Pandora, they were very careful not to put any Mickey Mouse into right. that so. area. But considering the fact that like Mickey Jet Jedi Mickey is a thing. Right. It was a thing know, during Star Wars weekends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of the standard Fab Five have Jedi costumes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and and the you might see that throughout the rest of the park, but maybe not necessarily in Galaxy's in the Edge. Land. No, I, I think, I think gonna... they're being very careful not to break that immersion. Yes, I was just yeah. going to say the same thing. I think that's what it is. And... Would they put your star system as your hometown on your cast member badge? Yeah, they might. They very well may. 
Earth. Earth, yeah. E Earth. Well, they did that in Pandora. Right. You know? That's oh, what I'm that's saying. true. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking is that the hometown will be the solar systems or the galaxies. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm really excited about this. I'm terrified at the same time, but I'm very excited about it at the same time. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and then, so I'm browsing, you know, what does the rest of the world think about this outside of just, you know, our Disney bubble or whatever. And I didn't realize that if you're talking about Disney World, food and wine is going to be starting. Um, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party starts yep. mid-August. Yep. So there is like literally no place to hide. No, there's not going. No, it, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> right. I mean, that's and like maybe you can actually get on Pandora at this point. Um, yeah, but I say we're gonna hide in Pandora. I'd like <laughs> yeah. to think so. It should be a walk-on. Maybe walk it's on. a Tuli Canteen. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I I hadn't put all that together. Like so much stuff starts. End I of know. August. I'm wondering what the what the reasoning is for the date. So like Disneyland, there's it's it's Memorial Day, is it opens. So which is probably a huge busy weekend anyway. I don't know how the school system works in California. Yeah, it's out of control. But I gotta imagine that schools are near getting out at that time, kind of like they do in the South, you know, or you know, early June or May. I, I so that's got to be like an insano weekend anyway. And then yeah. you're, you're throwing this into the fold. I mean, it's also graduate graduation weekend for a ton of local colleges. So even uh, if it's not high yeah. school students, they all go to Disneyland to celebrate. I mean, I did that. So yeah, that's the same thing, man. Do you think it will matter that you now correct me if I'm wrong, Jessica, but it sounds like you have to have a hotel reservation to no. get a reservation. Okay. So if you make a, hotel reservation you get a reservation into star wars land but you don't have to have a hotel reservation to get okay. a reservation they get the preference but it's not required uh, okay. all right so just to... they haven't announced how you make them yet i'm assuming it'll be in the app or something but that's what they said is you don't have to have a hotel but if you have a hotel you get preference ah uh, so just to clarify because we since we jumped into it for for disneyland you are required to have uh you can't just show up on may 31st and and wait in a line or maybe you can right. but you have you have so, to ha you have to reserve your time to go into the uh this to galaxy's edge and for disney yeah. world in florida they are not doing that but they and did adrian didn't they do that for pandora right because didn't you and your husband have a time where you guys that was just went? the preview oh that was just yeah, a preview. The preview okay okay oh yeah. that was the ap preview that's great that's yeah. right yeah that's right because i did that for fan for new fantasy land with my brother so right. that that was just a preview mm -hmm. so they're not even this isn't even previews for this this is just it's open here you go it's basically like a soft opening is how people are equating it because uh, okay. it's not a ticketed event. They're free reservations. Oh, I see. Um, and it's going to be basically Disney's way to Disneyland's way crowd to have control. crowd control. Oh, well, yeah, you have exactly. To. So you they're not going to gonna have from my understanding. And this is super vague. So I'm guessing during this upcoming Star Wars celebration thing in Chicago or D23, they'll probably give more details. But it's I don't think that you can have a standby admission. I think you can only get in during the summer. It's until September um, with one of these reservations. Oh, and okay. like I said, they haven't said how you make them, but they they did clarify they're totally free. Um, and then if you're staying in a hotel with your hotel reservation, you get one admittance into Star Wars land per guest in your room. Gotcha. 
So is it is it just the two Disney proper hotels? Three. There's three. Yeah. Oh, three. I'm sorry. So it's yeah, just I'm those three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Good Neighbor doesn't count. I doesn't think it's count, just right. those three. Well, that makes mm-hmm. sense. That's even better for crowd control. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think I think what they said is that they'll announce the portal later, but uh, if you're not staying at a hotel, you can still make a reservation. Um, what I don't understand is if they're just doing a certain amount per day or if you get, like, an hour window, like, I don't know, 9 right. to noon or whatever, that they haven't said anything about. So Because I'm thinking... That would be a way to get more people in per day if you give them a window, but that's also really hard to enforce. I was going to say, how do you monitor that? How do you get them out? Yeah. Right. How do you get them out? I mean, you can, it could be linked to their, well, they don't have magic bands there, but it could be some sort of a a bracelet or whatever for the sake of argument that would only work for that one hour where A, you couldn't buy any merchandise after an hour or ride the attraction after an hour, but it doesn't mean you actually physically have to leave the land which i remember adrian you saying that was the problem with the pandora thing because people just weren't leaving at their window they were just staying there you know because there's no way to monitor it so and there wasn't now thankfully i think most people when we were there it, it felt like they were honoring it um but it does remind me to similarly through like extra magic hours in right. Toy Story Land, because when it first opened, we stayed until like the late midnight. Now I didn't make it at midnight, y'all know that, but <laughs> you know it was open until midnight. And while same thing, you couldn't purchase anything, you couldn't ride any attractions. It was still so super crowded, even at eleven o'clock at night, because they yeah. didn't have to, they didn't kick anybody out. Yeah, because people well, are and just with Star Wars around. Land has one attraction. People are going to be in there just roaming around. They're not yeah. going oh, yeah. there just to get on rides. So that would be even harder, I would yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we do yeah. have digital Fast Pass now, where you have to use your phone. You can't. We don't have paper tickets anymore for Fast Pass. Um, but even so, if there's one ride and they're not even going to have Fast Pass, that doesn't help with this preview thing. So. No. I'll just be really curious to see how they handle it and what yeah. the setup is going to be. And I I'm surprised wonder. they're not doing the same thing in Florida. I wonder why. I can't believe they're not. Honestly, I think because it's harder to estimate where the crowds are going to be in Florida. Just because there's so because we have two extra parks. You know what I mean? Like you can't I think it would be hard. I think their assumption is that the crowds are going to be more dispersed right. throughout their trip. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's mm. true. That's interesting. I guess if so. you think about it that way, yeah, because people either, yeah, if they're there for a week, they go one day and it's insane, oh, well, we'll try again tomorrow or something like that, but I right. know, it's going to be insane for quite a long time. <laughs> so with Pandora, you said they didn't do this? They didn't have a reservation thing for regular no. hours? No, it was just pure insanity for It was one. just, yeah, they just, they did pre, like, annual pass holder previews they did. Yeah. And that you had a reserve time. They did that for uh, New Fantasyland as well. Yeah. All right. So my question is, in the difference between Disneyland and Disney World, why is Disneyland, it's not going to be available during extra magic hours? Because y'all have like a morning magic or whatever if you stay in a hotel, right? Yeah. And But it is for Disney World. So I don't know how it works in Disney World, but for Disneyland, the magic morning, extra magic hour is an hour before park opening, but it's not the whole park. They just have in Disneyland, it's just, it's mostly Fantasyland, a little bit of Tomorrowland and a little bit of Frontierland, if I remember from the last time I went. And then California Adventure, it's a couple of spaces too. It's not all of the attractions. And because Star Wars Land is going to be in the back of the park, I'm guessing, because they basically do the stuff in the front. Oh, okay. So 
that's my only guess, but I don't know. Yeah, Disney, sure. like in the Magic Kingdom, when they do it, it's uh, the full park isn't open. It's it's usually the all the popular stuff. So yeah, it's all the Fantasyland stuff. Yeah, and the, the the mountains, and a few other select attractions, but it's not the whole park either, and that that goes for all four parks, uh, and that is the same on the flip side for the uh, extra magic hours in the evening as well. It's usually not like all the like the the D and E attractions usually close when the park closes normally. Gotcha. Save for like maybe like Carousel of Progress, they may keep that open, but. But like country bears and uh, the treehouse and things of that nature, they they'll they'll close with park closing, or maybe they'll stay open an hour later instead of the three hours later. But definitely in the morning, it's not everything. It's just it's the most popular ones, and for a long time, it wasn't even all the most popular ones because for the longest time, like Splash Mountain wasn't included in either one of it. It was just <laughs> Thunder Space and Mine Train. And I think they, or vice versa, or it wasn't, or it was, Thunder or Splash wasn't on the list, and they added it as of probably a year or two ago. But and it just didn't make any sense. It's like, why just wouldn't you just have all? Everybody runs to the mine train anyway, still. But right, why would you not have and Peter Pan? But yeah, that just um, if they're if they're worried about crowd control and they're doing these reservation systems already, it just surprised me that that wasn't going to be an option. You know, if you've got that extra hour, two hours, and if, if hotel guests already get priority. Right. Um, well, I just that, thought that was an interesting choice. Yeah, well, that's the other, I guess, caveat to it. It's it's only for guests staying on property, right. so. I I'm also that. surprised they haven't done some kind of ticketed event for it, too, because when they opened Pixar, Pixar Pier, Pier, and that was even less done than this. Right. It was like $300 <laughs> to just go roam around just there. To go and, roam around. and nothing was I would think open, that, right? And it wasn't yeah, finished. that's what's going to happen before <laughs> May 31st. Yeah, that's true, because Disneyland's been doing a series called Disneyland After Dark where they're ticketed special party events, and it seems like Star Wars Land would be an obvious fit for that, so maybe they'll add one in, but... I just kind of figured before they announced this during hours free reservation thing, they definitely would have had a paid ticketed event first because that seems to be their strategy most of the time. Right. Unless well, they just maybe that that considering that, that survey. That's what I was just about to say. I know. Well, that's that's what they were really like, asking about. That's what they're trying to <laughs> get at. You pay $1,000 on your phone to come yeah. to Star Wars land early. How likely are you to spend $10,000 with your smartphone? <laughs> Not likely oh at all. Goodness, ever. I saw that. Period. $1,000. Yeah. I mean, th- that's a normal yeah. trip. If you are if you come away with under $1,000 of just food <laughs> and maybe one t-shirt on a seven-day trip to any Disney park, you're done very well. That's the new conspiracy theory. <laughs> so for theory people who aren't so for people who aren't on Twitter obsessively like some of us, <laughs> Disneyland sent out a survey to guests asking them, how much money are you comfortable spending on your smartphone? And <laughs> while in one the of the park. options, while in the park, one of them was $1,000, like on a single transaction, $1,000 transaction. Are you likely, very likely, not likely? Yeah, right, likely. Um, <laughs> and then the follow-up question was, how likely are you to spend ten thousand dollars on your smartphone in a single transaction? I'm like, I think, holy cow! I think that was just to 
to gauge and see who are uh, how many people are Club Thirty Three members because that's the only right. way you're dropping ten grand out yeah. of shot. I, I'm hoping that was the demographic <laughs> that that survey was targeted for, but oh my goodness, I'm doubting it. The way Disney inflation works. True. Right. True. So, you know, who knows? There could be ticketed bits. My guess is that there will probably be some kind of color coded wristband access, especially if there's no. Magic bands in California, who knows? Right, They right. could do, set your windows 9 to noon, and you get a pink band. Your window is 10 to 1, you get a green band. Yeah. Oh, they right, could, right. I mean, there's ways to do it visually, but there's still, even if that's your window for transactions and attractions, they're not going to kick anybody out. They're just yeah, not yeah. going to no, do it. No, no, definitely not. Believe you me, they're not going to kick anybody out. So, <laughs> even if they deserve it. <sighs> <laughs> bad guest <laughs> behaviors that was another episode but <laughs> yes so they can kind of at least stagger entrance but exit i guess find your exit buddy but it's, it's, <laughs> i don't know what they're gonna do with disney world so i would think the, that what's the opening date for disney world just august august, just august, 29th. august 29th yeah okay so before labor day yeah but yeah like adrian said that's I think this the week before I think last year that was the first date of the uh, of the first friggin Halloween party which is insane and also food and wine the first Halloween party is the 16th yeah this year of August yeah Mm -hmm. what what is wrong with them I know right I hope nobody most schools (laughs) most K through 12 schools though in the southeast and Adrian can back me up on this they begin usually between the 15th and probably the 25th. Yep, the Those 25th are the most, yeah, most schools are going in the Southeast are going to be in session prior to the 29th. So it's but like then you said, get a long okay. weekend for Labor Day. So That's that next weekend, week, so like, bless those yeah, cast members. It's right. a lot of locals and a few, you know, leftover people from the Northeast who don't go back to school until after Labor Day. Right, um, right. So a lot of the travelers are already back in school because it's too early for all of us to pull our kids out of school. Because, you know, we'll pull our school kids out of school in October, November. But we're not pulling them out that first week of August. No, no, no. So, I think that's a little bit of what's going into that August 29th day. Is, you know, within the big driver fly bubble is what I call it. The people who live within 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. Do we drive? Do we fly? <laughs> right. Um, with, with the people who live within 10 hours of Walt Disney World. Our kids are just fresh back in school. We're not pulling them out yet. So I think they're hoping that can control crowds a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I I don't think anything's going to, I don't think anything's going to control these crowds. No, you kidding? (laughs) No. I mean, you've you've seen all the memes about where the line is going to start. I mean, at this point, it's probably (laughs) the Florida Georgia line. line. I think the line starts in Alaska. But I'll be curious to see how long it stays absolutely bananas for. Like, will it kind of fade pretty fast because there's not that much yet? Or will it stay crazy uh-uh. through Christmas? I think it depends on general phase two. fan reaction. I think if people go in there and besides the one attraction that's going to be open, if there's enough immersion and other things to keep people occupied other than wandering around and looking at stuff and looking at the details then I think it's going to be bonkers for the foreseeable future. Definitely until the second attraction like, opens, and then the hype will come up again because who knows how that's going to tie in because which one's opening second, Rise of the Resistance? 
Right. And, yes. and that's supposedly the headliner, not even the uh, mm-hmm. the it's Millennium the Falcon one. It's supposed to be one. like twenty to thirty minutes long, right? Right. And like, but both of them have stories that spill out to the outside, correct? Depending on your, well, that's oh, just yeah, or is that, that smartphone ju- interaction thing, or yeah. is that just um, Smuggler's Run? Because that one depends on whether you pass or fail the mission. Depends on stuff that happens afterwards or something like that. So Rise I was of the looking Resistance, that up I'm not today. sure. They didn't say. I was looking this up today. I couldn't find anything about Rise of the Resistance, but for Smuggler's Run, it's basically through the Play Disney Parks app. I think okay. is how they're going to do that interactive feature, and it, I, at least for Phase One. Of both rides, I think it's just that one because nothing said anything about Rise of the Resistance. Oh, okay, I right. got you. All right, all right. And Smuggler's wow. Run, my understanding is, is going to be set up similar to Mission Space, right? Like you're going to have a job and I that sort of thing, but I only think I mean, so? more interactive than like hit a button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think actually, if I think it's much more interactive because it sounds like you don't always. Win. Like you can't, you don't always get there or win or right or whatever it is. Right. So if you don't do you, what you can fail being your asked, mission, you can fail your mission, which I think is fantastic. Me too. Teach kids how to fail. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it, because <laughs> and then, different things are going to happen when you fail because people might like. Right. You might like find your people. Like, it de- yeah, we and failed. it depends on what point. It depends on what point you fail. I mean, you could just totally yeah. suck and take off and yeah. crash. <laughs> Well, I feel like they wouldn't do that because people would be so mad if they waited in line for like five seconds and then you crashed. Well, hey, yeah. Teach people to stay off their phone and stop taking selfies on the ride. Pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> I know. Wait in line that long. I'm going to be taking some selfies. Well, yes. Yeah. Take your selfie while they're while you're strapping in. Then pay attention. <laughs> So I, do think, I do think it's interesting that they're, the way they're kind of getting away with having one ride to start is that they're making the restaurants and shops more like attraction experiences. I don't know if you guys have seen on the Disney Parks blog some of these animatronic shopkeepers and storekeepers they're going to have. They look insane. They're like legitimate animatronics that are moving around. Well, after the the shaman at on the Navi River journey, I mean, they really yeah. can't go backwards with this stuff now. They can't just throw out, you know, anything. Some some half-ass animatronics. They pretty much it may not have to be as intricate and ridiculous as that one because that one is kind of stationary. She doesn't get up and walk and move around. It just stays there and does its thing. But the motion is so fluid. So I guess you could do the same thing in a shopkeeper type format because they're not wandering around the store, so to speak. Which doesn't mean that there won't be droids. Oh, I didn't right. even think about that. I wonder if there's going to be mean, like droids wandering really around. I really think about it, mm. and the the huge amount of of stuff that they have to run with in the yeah. Star Wars universe. Like you were saying, you know, it depends on the how the fans feel about it. And you know, us Star Wars fans can be salty. So well, it absolutely. Depends. If there's one, if there's like a. a a brown that's not the brown it's supposed to be somebody's going to complain about it right <laughs> right exactly so <laughs> and so when you were about, like are there going to be mickeys or whatever like i i don't think that they could afford think so either. either i don't yeah, think so i don't think, so. I don't think you're going to see a, a you'll um, probably still see it over at where star tours is yeah. yes but well, i i don't right. think they're going to let it sink into galaxy's no, edge i don't think so it, either yeah you know this not, isn't going to be the, the animatronics aren't going to be, you know, a sunny eclipse kind of no. thing. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not, not going to be Chuck all. E. Cheese animatronics. No, you, but, sh- you should hope not. 
But I do love Sonny. He's a classic. Don't ever change. That's right. He scared me a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I know I know what you mean but... though. Like I see your point though. That that's not going to fly there. No, it's got to be. It's got to be top notch. Because there are people planning Disney World trips who have never been to Disney World before because of this. That's right. You're right. You know, it's going to get a whole new world, new class of people in. Yeah, I mean, my father-in-law who goes did y'all go to disneyland this weekend like literally has never stepped foot in florida it's like we should go yeah <laughs> you know so. when does the uh immersive hotel open in i was florida? just thinking the same thing i don't know i haven't heard much else about that have they have even broken ground like i don't know have they started there's so much other stuff going on hotel wise i have no idea seems like is we've that heard more be near star wars land i mean where yes. is it i think it's it... like Right outside. Yeah. I I don't know geographically on the on the, on a map if I looked at it if I could point to it, but yeah, it's supposed to because I think you're supposed to be able to enter Star Wars Land from the hotel, like without again, going that immersion right without going through like the main gate of uh, of Hollywood Studios. Otherwise, yeah, what the hell would be the point if it's full immersion and you're like in costume or character or whatever no let me walk down hollywood boulevard first and 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 you know around the chinese theater to, to go get in my role <laughs> that wouldn't make right. much sense at all it's like totally against like the whole thing with why there's utilidors in, in the magic kingdom so you know you didn't see a cowboy walking through tomorrowland in walt's words right um so who knows i don't know i don't know yeah they have they're pretty hush on that for sure I mean, they've they've said a lot more about the other resorts that are supposed to be coming online, the the DVC ones, than than that Star Wars one. So I don't know. I really don't. What is that? I don't. But so. All right, I'm looking at Google Maps at uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay. And just trying to figure out. I mean, there's plenty of land back there. Right. You know where the where the hotel would go. I'm just looking. Yeah, I'd have to. I'm trying to think of what's like. Is it along the uh, the waterway there? The waterway wraps around towards like the resorts and boardwalk and stuff. But there is a waterway. Yeah, that's where the walking path when you walk from the um, boardwalk. You walk along that the waterway there and the, the friendship boats go back and forth not the friendship whatever they whichever boats go through there but I was wondering so before we were saying about uh, you know the immersion and so I wonder because now like a, a vision popped into my head so about <laughs> like so I'm picturing like like this like the scene in A New Hope where it's or any of the movies where they're either in in some sort of uh, one of the hangar bays or like I'm picturing like Tatooine specifically where like they're walking around uh, after they're when they're trying to find Han Solo and and there's like all these different creatures from different parts of the universe all over the place and random droids and Jawas and and everything else wandering around like do you think it's going to be like that immersive like there's going to be like like they did like a mass hiring for like costumed I hope so. Star Wars folks. So like you literally are like like you're in like a spaceport where there's like just 
I don't know. It's like I'm like I'm picturing in my head like that's like you know what I mean? Like there's like mm-hmm. random droids like R2D2 looking droids and gonk droids and and pit droids and this that and the other thing but then there's like those the weird looking alien guys and and the yeah in just my ultimate anything. fantasy, yes. Yeah, well that's what I'm thinking. Like when I hear full immersion I'm like all right, when I walk through Hello everyone. So you should be hearing us continue to talk about Star Wars land, but my computer decided to stop recording in the middle of this lovely conversation we were having. So we missed about a, I don't know, seven, eight minute chunk before I realized it wasn't recording. So instead you get to hear this ridiculous message in between. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Please enjoy the rest. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Looking at the Google Maps of Disneyland, and your picture is much more updated than ours is. <laughs> My picture? Yeah, they're, they're not no, consistent with oh. updating those. It's hard to tell. Yeah, but you can definitely tell, like, that that is Star Wars Land, and you can tell that more than from the Disney World picture. Gotcha. But... Sorry, I'm sidetracked and no, that's fascinated. Okay. I know, well, because it is. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of attractions, we've touched on it a little bit, but has anybody heard anything more about Rise of the Resistance and what it's going to consist of? No. I have no idea about anything of that. Oh, and here's my follow-up question. As a Star Wars dork, do... (laughs) I am a little put off by the fact that it is so new trilogy-based as opposed to old-school, old-trilogy... Yeah, I'm wondering why that is. Because I was yeah. thinking about that. So, I mean, other than the, the Millennium Falcon thing, it seems like, yeah, because the planet is a new planet, right? Batu, Batu, yeah. is that whatever they're trying to call it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just theory. think they, they had the opportunity to make it a little bit more ambiguous of what the timeline was. So it mm-hmm. is interesting that they're being very explicit about it's like current but wait what's your theory mel the new trilogy is now and always will be considered to be disney movies that is true oh Ah. right right neither of the previous two trilogies are disney franchised that's true i didn't think about that. they are their own different studios or whatever george lucas had at the time i'm not sure yeah it's all lucas arts yeah or whatever so the new the new movies are Disney through and through, from conception to production to distribution. These are Disney movies. That's right. So that's, I'm sure they worked in their contracts, some serious theme park rights, and yeah. they may not have every theme park right to everything ironclad, or at least in a way that guarantees them those rights into perpetuity, like they will for right, these right. three movies. Right. Um, because as we've seen with Marvel, contracts are slippery as to who has the rights to what and for how long and when and where, even where and they where, have the right, rights right. to yeah. So these three Disney movies, or these three Star Wars movies, plus any of the other Spin-offs. accessory right. adjacent movies, <laughs> whatever they are, um, those will always be Disney movies. That's right. I completely they didn't think of that. Can't take that away. So, the, those cannot be take Disney cannot be taken off the title of any of those movies. No, no you are one hundred percent right. 
you know, bless the original fan soul. I still think that they have designed enough into them, though, that the original fans will be okay. I think well, they so. did include the Millennium Falcon. So, yeah, right. that's like the most Granted, that's in thing. the new trilogy. But right, it right. Is, but, yeah. I I, th- I think so, too. I think I think uh, old school fans will be fine with it. And, and I if, do, too. And if they're not, then you know what? Go see it and don't come back. <laughs> and Well, some of those fans you're never going to make happy anyway. Because no. anything other than those three movies is sacrilegious, right? Right, so. yeah. right. You are 100% correct. Yeah, I'm fine with anything. doesn't matter to me. As long as there's no Jar Jar, I'm cool. <laughs> Agreed. I think that's something we can all agree on. Rise of the Resistance is going to be like a 40-minute Jar Jar ride. That's the Oh, God, as long as he dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be insanity. And um, I feel like it's going to be insanity in Pepper 2. Like, it's forever. Like, you know, I mean, how many years has have some of these attractions been open and the lines are still two and three hours long? And I just, I don't see this being yeah. better. No, I agree. But I will say this. Once people are done with the lines at Pandora, you know, if they don't have a fast pass, bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, once they're done with the rides, they tend to leave. Right. Yeah. It's not like the gift shop in Pandora or Satuli Canteen are going to keep you for very long. No, not they at all. They tend to do what they're doing and they're leaving. I have a feeling that people in Galaxy's Edge are going to linger. They're going to meander. Oh, yeah. Which I think is what they want. I think that's what they want. But I think, I think it's they... going to also contribute to the fact that the crowds just aren't moving. Yeah. They're not. They'll come, but they don't go. But they don't like, go. I feel like right, you might right. get some spillover into Toy Story Land. Probably you know, yeah. while you're waiting and hanging out. Could be, but, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's. I think you're right. They've they've worked themselves into this immersion corner, and and they're they're going to have some fun with it, and we're we're all going to be stuck. <laughs> yeah. We're in the corner. True. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. I'm there for it. Sign me up. My kids weren't in school on August 29th. I'd probably be there. <laughs> Are they going to have any character meet and greets in there with like Ray or Finn or Poe or anything? Not that I've they're heard. Gonna but to, they're going to have to. But yeah, I, I, I mean. You would think that they would move you know, the place where Chewie and all of. I don't know. No, because well, I, th- I if saw. If Chewie's something... not part of the. Immer- if Chewie's not part of. Is Chewie part of that timeline? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. He I'm not is. as nerderific. I, no, I that's okay. I admit, I'm more of a Star Trek girl. I do enjoy Star Wars. I still haven't seen Rogue One. <gasps> I know. Uh, we just, uh, don't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay, well then listen. Just don't watch Rogue One. Go back and watch Solo so that we can do a late movie review because I still have thoughts. Yeah, I have to watch that as well. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't I'll watched have Solo that. either. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, okay. Solo's so, on Netflix? Solo uh, is on Netflix. I believe so, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Um, what were we <sighs> talking about? Uh, Melanie immersion and characters. Sent me, oh, characters. characters. So I was reading, or I saw something mentioned today about what's going to happen with the existing Star Wars uh, offerings at the studios since they're not directly connected to the land, being this the launch bay and Star Tours... Right. The attraction. And 
all the article I read basically said was there has been nothing announced for them. They will remain as they are for the time being. So I, I don't see any reason to get rid of either one of them, especially if those older characters, Darth Vader, uh, right, that aren't part that of aren't the part of it. But if you think about line. it, it's it, so in the launch bay, it's it's Chewbacca, BB-8, and either Vader or Kylo Ren. So now Kylo Ren pretty much has an attraction his. that that is going to be his. So you would right, like to right. assume he'd be over there. BB-8 is easy to incorporate over there. Stormtroopers are in every film in some form or fashion, right. whether they're death troopers or this trooper or that trooper or whatever the hell they want to call them. And <laughs> so it's really just the older characters, but Vader's right. been the only one. And Chewbacca's part of the new timeline because he's in the Falcon with Rey. Uh-huh, so right. it kind of just leaves Vader to his own. Just Vader. You know, unless they... I don't know who else they would throw in. And the Jawas used to wander around, but I don't think they do that anymore. Used to be able to trade stuff with them, which was really cool. And I just kind of sucks that it stopped. Maybe that's going to be part of the immersion with this new place. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But they were a lot Lots of fun. to see. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see all the. Th- I mean, I'm definitely interested in the in checking out the attractions whenever I get down there. But I think I'm more interested on how the land itself is going to work and be alive, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I've I've not spent any amount of time in Pandora other than when I was there last year, and we kind of went on the the one attraction we wandered around, and and that was it, and then went back at night just to see it at night. But I don't know anything else about it and spend enough time in there to take it all in and, and get the whole vibe of it. So I have to do the same thing and I have not been to Toy Story Land yet at all. So lots of new stuff next time I'm down there for me to try to cram into a trip. <laughs> I just have to stay in Hollywood studios. You can do it. <laughs> so I don't know. I may have to reorder my uh, favorite parks after that. After I see everything, probably not. But <laughs> <gasps> so I don't know. I don't know. So I wonder if now, with when this when this land is completely opened, everything functional that they're doing, attractions and everything else, if they're going to bring any sort of specific Star Wars celebration back, like they like the Star Wars weekends or something of that nature, which I guess they wouldn't need to, but I don't know. Maybe if they had like special event stuff where, where they would have, be able to showcase old and new characters because there are a lot of fan favorite characters that aren't in the newer movies that people do enjoy seeing Darth Maul and Boba Fett and characters like that. So you know, I don't know. I don't know how deep they're going with this thing. Yeah. Maybe the way they could do that in the future is I think it'd be pretty easy to rework Star Tours into like traveling into the past and you could just kind of change it so that you're seeing all those old characters. If if they don't have them in person, that'd just be a way to add them without messing with the timeline this is in true. the rest of the land. Which technically it was supposed to do, but I've yet yeah. I've yet to see different <laughs> combinations on on rides on times that I've been on it. It's either get pod racing or Naboo. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'd imagine as, as always, they have 
details worked out or in some sort of a uh, outline for when these things are going to roll out. So, I don't know. I guess we will just wait and see. And I'm sure the bloggers and vloggers will be in full force on that first day on both coasts. Well, Disneyland will be first. Got a good, what, May 31st through to October. Got almost three months in between, so. I will be glued to Twitter the day that opens just to see pictures of the chaos. Not even the land, just the chaos. You can probably (laughs) bring popcorn. You can start the night before. See the people lining up, probably camping out. Yeah, the influx. I just want to see the traffic eating eating popcorn gifts that are just going to be circulating. <laughs> Goodness, right? I know what kind of popcorn be... buckets. So yeah, uh, it'll merch, be merchandising, merchandising. Uh, there'll be plenty of that. There'll um, be sure. merchandising. I couldn't make it, so here's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah right. I didn't get in on day one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I bought this t-shirt thing yeah. from, on the app. That's right. I bought yeah. this t-shirt on the app. <laughs> I, yeah, I did not get to run to ride Smuggler's well, Run, but I did get this t-shirt. They already t-shirt. have. <laughs> if you're over in Walt Disney World, they have the Galaxy's Edge opening. 2019 shirt so even if you're there now you can, you get can one. buy the shirt that's so there you go. even though it doesn't open for you know you know months <laughs> seven months and that was back when it was opening in fall 2019 so maybe the shirts even say fall 2019 hey get them now because it's a typo that's right because it's actually opening in summer collectors so. <laughs> collectors edition <laughs> but opening 2019 and they all say it so you can go ahead and buy merch now even if you can't make the opening Oh, that's I love Disney. Funny. It really is awesome. <laughs> so ridiculous. So much money. Oh man. Line How up. much are you willing to spend in one transaction? Oh, I know. And, but we keep spending it. Someday we'll probably be like ten grand. That's you know that's yeah. the Disney that's, price. That's, that's right. That's nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Once you get used to cruise line prices, it's you go. Oh yeah, ten grand. It's true. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot, right? <laughs> Oh, it seems like a lot, but it's yeah, not yeah. a lot that you're unwilling to spend. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't know. So happens we have big families. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I, I mean, on the Star Wars front, I can't think of anything else. No. For any of that. Not with what the details we have. We need more right. details. Disney, give us more. Sure, it's coming. Yeah, I, I I would imagine some more details and and things will roll out as they feel like uh, releasing the information and and honestly, if you think about a timeline of other major stuff going around Walt Disney World, I mean, ever, Epcot's going to be going through a, a major transformation at least on the future world side within the next uh, three to four years. So I, I would imagine the opening of this is going to take a lot of uh, heat is the wrong word, attention off of what's going on over there since that's going to be the next major construction zone in the middle of a theme park. So if everybody's uh, spending all their time at studios and still at Animal Kingdom, then it takes the, uh, takes the heat off of Epcot for a while and uh, lets them get done what they got to get done over there, I would imagine. And 
And as that gets closer to stuff starting to open and more stuff revealed, then then the focus will turn over there and just keeps bouncing back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All right, so I don't... Um, I mean, the only other major thing that, that happened this over the past few days to which I think, it, I think this, both things happened the same day was Captain Marvel opened up in theaters. I think it was about the same day that they announced all the Star Wars stuff, honestly. But And uh, I don't think any of us that are on here now have seen it yet, correct? Correct. Nope. Okay. <laughs> on my um, to-do list. Yeah, no, definitely want to try to get out there this weekend myself. But I've the, anybody that I have known that has seen it has, has said it was very good. Um I get, I get None it. of the reviews you read will say that. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't read any of the reviews, and I heard... Rotten Tomatoes apparently took down 40,000. Wow. Something well, like that. Well, wasn't that because a lot of people were giving it, like, one star before it even came out or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was something like that. There was a Which lot... I think... I think it all helped build up the hype that is kind of where I'm going. It's oh, yeah. whether yeah. or not they were real reviews. Well, it's just the hype machine. I think the masses are having trouble that there is a female lead superhero. And as sad as that is to say, in today's society, I think a lot of people are having an issue with that. And I think we're also of... having an issue with caring about her. Yes. Right. I can't, because I've had a decade or so of caring about so many characters, and now you want to put... It's like the person who comes to the friend group late. You're like, do yeah, you yeah, care yeah. about you? Right, Not right. so much. She's late. She's late, yeah. And she should have been here before the snap, and she's not. So she hasn't lost anything. She doesn't have any skin in the game. And maybe she has because her story's in the 1980s, but it's like, dear Lord, babe, Jesus. <laughs> You're kind of like, sh- but I did read the one, the only thing I really cared about was several people's reviews and whether the review was positive or negative. Was it like, you do not need to see Captain Marvel to understand Endgame. Oh, well, that's, I guess that's good. Probably and while not, I'm that's, grateful for that. Probably not good I, I, for yeah, them, though. From a marketing yeah. standpoint, that's not good. That's horrible. But that's the whole thing, that they're trying to get us into the theater with the fear that if we don't go see Captain Marvel, we're not going to understand it again. Right. Yeah. That's well, the fear. That's also, what's driving as many people to see it as there are, because oh, otherwise, absolutely. would we care? I also did I mean, read or hear that as much as it's a Captain Marvel movie, it was a pretty good Nick Fury movie. I think if they had marketed it as a Nick Fury movie with Captain Marvel, that probably would have been better. Whether that's a sexist thing, I don't know. But I think we're all in. But people are familiar with his character. Exactly. We care. We care about Nick Fury. His backstory intrigues us because we don't know much about him. We don't know much, right? That's intriguing. Absolutely. I don't care about Captain Marvel. Nick Fury, I care about. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just I like Samuel L. He's sassy. I like that. Hey, he's a bad mother effer. (laughs) And he's sassy. And I like it. (laughs) But, you know, who knows? I mean, after seeing this, then you may care about Captain Marvel. I don't know. I don't know nothing. I I I know zero about her. um, Because. I'm so. probably I'm probably gonna go see it just because there's really not much else out right now anyway. No, there isn't. And <laughs> and what is Endgame a month from now, right? April, or is that May? Aprilish. Aprilish. I think thought it was late April. I know we went over this late April many times. I think but... someone said that Endgame and the Battle of Winterfell happened the same weekend. <gasps> oh, I can't handle that. I know. <sighs> what the hell is the Battle of Winterfell? 
Oh, that hurt me. Game of Thrones. Oh, 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 oh. The the big one. Second to last or the last of the... The penultimate. Yeah. I think it's the penultimate. I can't even... I may have a heart attack at the age of 36. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm almost hoping that Game of Thrones season eight just never happens so that I can always have it. Like, my sister keeps sending me this um, gift. We're going to have to have a Game of Thrones mini-sode. You know that. Yeah. Guys have at it. It's just the dragon win. The dragon wins. I mean, really, we'll just like compile all of our tweets from every Sunday night for the. Jessica, are you going to live tweet with us now that we're on this tangent? Yeah, because now that I finally have watched all of it and I'm caught up, I definitely will. Woo-woo. Yeah. Yay! More, more fun I can have with you people. <laughs> not knowing anything. Yes, RJ jumps on. RJ's not watching, and he'll jump on the live tweet feed and just make up random stuff. So. It's all about the dragons. Okay. I just want to see the dragon win. Hey. <laughs> They're all dragon wins. Oh, boy. I just want to know when Game of Thrones Land is opening. Game of Thrones Land. <laughs> when gonna, is that opening? That would be horrifying. They're, <laughs> they're going to replace Harry Potter Land with it. Gonna, Littlefinger's uh, brothel will be there. <laughs> they're going to adult it up. <laughs> That would be a very dark and very fascinating place. <laughs> Ramsey, Ramsey's Playroom will be a featured attraction. Oh gosh, this, this is, is a dark This tangent. is an episode, what we need in our Game of Thrones land. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let Melanie run with it. Oh boy. Hey, well, listen, I gave you Kuskatopia. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. You, 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 hit, you knocked that one out of the park. So yeah, I, I miss my calling as a weird Imagineer. There <laughs> <laughs> You're still a weird imagineer. You're just oh, our I weird totally imagineer. I'm just unpaid. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They're just unpaid. Story of my life. <laughs> You're just our weird imagineer. Oh, <laughs> I feel the love. Oh man. All right. All right. Minisode well, coming in April. Really awesome. Yes. Before this uh, goes all the way off the rails. So, let's see. We went from Star Wars to Captain Marvel to Game of Thrones. Yeah, great. Good segues. Nerd. Nerds. Nerd unite, man. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Now <laughs> we else? have an episode name. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank I, you. Thank I, you. I, yeah. That's what so, I do. Yes. <laughs> okay, so with that... Uh, I'm sure as more information comes down the line, we will discuss as we normally do. That's yeah. What that's what we'll do. So, <laughs> we thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to everyone next time.
follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Spectral magic.